I was seated at the table with my coffee in hand well before Clara arrived, as is standard procedure for us. I don't really mind that she is consistently late. It is generally within 10 minutes, and she is well worth waiting for. We'd not spoken since her experience at the swingers club, and I was madly wanting to hear every detail. My swinging experiences to date had shown me that I needed more of a meaningful connection to be able to willingly fuck another couple than my fantasies had me believing. So I wonder how it had been for her. I also had a few stories to share. My alleyway action and hookup with a femme fatale that was still dancing through my brain at regular intervals. Clara tumbled in with a crowd of randoms and broke away once she saw me in her usual spot a huge smile curving across her beautiful face as she strode over. Kisses and hugs complete, we started oversharing. It seemed that for her, there had been sufficient attraction to the couple her and Brad had fucked at the swingers club to wipe away any hesitation, and the entire evening had been mind-blowing. Clara's loved my nasty alleyway tale, but was mostly interested in getting the full details on my girl-to-girl situation. I began explaining. My colleagues and I were at a posh bar in the city after work, and I went up to order the next round for everyone. There was a short, curvy woman standing beside me at the bar, and as she turned over to look at me, my desire for her was immediate. We leaned into each other magnetically, as if it were preordained, and I could smell her skin. It was cherry blossom and cloves, and I struggled for a moment to think. The bartender broke our trance and we both placed our drink orders. But as I was relying on my list of cocktails, all I was actually aware of was the heat of her skin burning me as our arms touched briefly and the way her hair fell towards her mouth, making me want to smooth it away. As I juggled glasses and payments, she whispered in my ear, bathroom in 15, and walked away towards a noisy table at the back of the atrium. I wobbled my way to my crew, trying not to spill our precious concoctions as I moved, swerving around other patrons as they threatened to get in my way and hijack my mission. Delivering my bounty to eager hands, I took a moment to lean against the back of a chair and catch my thoughts. I was stupidly overwhelmed by my bar encounter. The music and chatter swirled around me, and I noted vaguely how sticky the floor was where I was standing. I felt like I was in another parallel realm where both elation and fear were the primary emotions elicited for me by that beguiling woman. Someone jostled me and asked if I was okay. I smiled reassuringly and took a large mouthful of my drink, surreptitiously looking over in the direction that my obsession had gone in to see whether I could catch a glimpse of her. I looked at my phone, roughly gauging 15 minutes and then stood up with one of my workmates, not comprehending a word that they had said, as I waited for the time to take pass. Breaking away mid-sentence, saying I needed to use the bathroom, I walked over to the alcove, and then turned right to enter the wash basin area. I was hot and flustered, and my palms were slippery to touch. My fingertips clenched as I clenched my fists. My heart was beating so hard, I thought it may give out and therefore save me the awkwardness of the next steps of completing this interaction. A group of girls exited together with laughter and overly loud voices. I was alone, and she wasn't here. 
I caught my glowing face in the mirror and decided I should leave before causing myself a world of embarrassment by waiting for a woman who was probably just playing with me. But then a stall swung open, and there she was, holding out her hand, catching my sweaty fingers with her own, and drawing me into the small space, closing the door and locking the rest of civilization out. She pressed me against the wall with her body, so close that we were breathing the same lust. She touched my face softly as she stared into my eyes, as if I were the answer to everything. Nothing existed apart from her. As she ran her tongue along my bottom lip, I gave my soul to her, finally moving my arms to paint brush strokes at her waist, to tangle fingers in her hair, to creep up and over her breasts, her neck, her collarbone. She dominantly turned me, pulling my ass to her and bending me at the waist. I balanced against the side of the stall, arms supporting, as her hand found its way into my panties and the lush moistness that awaited her there. My nipple constricted as she pulled my bra aside to find my skin. Grinding her hips into me from behind, she seemed to get off on this control, and it literally made me swoon. She tapped and tweaked my slick clit while trapping my nipple between her thumb and fingers, hugging and rolling gently but conclusively. I found the grinding of her so erotic. It was as if she was penetrating me with her energy, and I opened myself up to her thrusts. All too soon, I was at the doorstep of orgasm. I wanted to hold out, but I was helpless to stop myself from collapsing into the pleasure. She had me literally in the palm of her hand, and the way she manipulated me was intoxicating. For that moment, I was all hers, and she knew that beyond doubt. She held me till I was finished, a wilted, tremulous hot mess, held up by her arms in the plywood cubicle. As she withdrew her hand from my pussy, she carefully turned me back toward her and straightened my underwear, stepping in close to me again, but this time pulling me into a hug and whispering, good girl, as she unlocked the door. Holy fuck, Claire exclaimed. That is one sexy story. I can't believe how hot that sounded. Did you follow her out and get her number? When I finally put myself together enough to leave the bathroom, she was nowhere to be seen. Most of the people from her table were still there, but I couldn't see her at all. The crazy thing is that I went back to my work colleagues and sat down to finish the rest of my drink. And one of the bar staff came over to me with a note. It was from her. And I knew that because all it said was, you were so good tonight, I want to treat you to something special. Then it had an address and a time, but nothing else. No phone number, no name. What? No way. Clara's eyes lit up, hungry for more info about this intriguing scenario. When did she summon you? Are you going to go? I paused momentarily, looking into my now empty coffee glass before raising my eyes to meet her gaze. I was with her yesterday, I whispered, turning red as I felt my face heat up at the thought of what we had done together and how much I had loved it. I can tell you about it, if you've time. I had no idea what to wear, so I went with my red dress and matching lingerie 
as that makes me feel sexy, but also like I can keep my shit together if needed. It was pretty easy to find the address. I caught an Uber, and I'm not going to lie, I was nervous as hell when I knocked on the door. She opened up almost straight away, standing there in bare feet and a kimono that matched her dress with its loud red flowers. She smelt amazing. Her smile invited me inside, as did her outstretched arm. She led me down a corridor to a large bright kitchen and offered me a drink. It was midday, so I declined, but I could have easily sculled the bottle. We sat at her marble kitchen breakfast bench, and she told me that she had some games she wanted us to play, but needed to make sure I was okay with that and felt safe with her. She asked me to tell her my safe word and to use it if at any time I wanted her to stop anything that she was doing to me. I told her rouge was my word, but that so far, I've never needed to use it. She just smiled at me again and motioned that I should follow. We went outside and along a landscape pathway to a tiny cottage at the base of a garden. It was covered with ivy and an abundance of plant life and looked almost magical in its quaintness. Inside, however, was a completely different situation. It was all one room with at least four shiny stripper poles running from floor to ceiling. The carpet was plush and red and covered with piles of red splash blankets, pillows, and furs. There was a red velvet sofa against painted red walls hung with flock tapestries. Ropes hung from round hooks and there were what looked like red leather benches with thick satin ribbons and cushions. Everything was decadent in nature, and as the door swung shut behind us, I felt a hedonistic energy envelop me. Taking both of my hands, she led me to one of the leather benches and sat me down so that I was straddling it. She lay me back and tied my arms above my head with thick satin ties wound around my wrists and tethered to the pole behind me. She scooped up my legs and hooked her fingers through the pearl beads and red lace of my G-string, flipping it down my thighs and dropping it to the floor. My ankles were wrapped in more satin ties and bound to the legs of the bench. I lay open, at her mercy, still wearing my bra, with my dress pushed up, bearing my naked pussy. Her kimono fell from her shoulders, revealing nothing but a hip harness strapped around her delicious bare skin. I watched her walk to a side table and open a drawer from which she took a large dildo, expertly hooking it into the harness and caressing it with lube. Every tiny hair on my body prickled to life as she languidly moved towards me, crouching on the end of the bench between my spread thighs and lowering her mouth to my pussy. She tongued me deeply and licked me roughly, but I was so aroused that it felt too soft, and I wanted badly to push her face into me, to make her eat me harder. I lifted my hips as high as I could from with my restraints, but she drew away, leaving me aching for more. She fingered me, smearing her spit with my juices and traces of lube, then crawled forward so that she was planked above me, slowly lowering her body onto mine and beginning to kiss me. As she plunged into my mouth and owned my lips, I could feel the tip of the dildo pushing against my labia and beginning to enter my vagina. 
It was such an intense sensation being penetrated from such a fettered position. It felt wrong and strange, but right and kind of perverse in a way. I never knew I craved until that moment. She pumped into me, and I ground back as much as I could, working my core to its limit. She pulled the top of my dress open, ravenously attacking my breasts, while fucking me deeply with long, even strokes. I raised my head to watch her, and froze to ice as I realized there was a man standing, staring at us. Fuck! I yelled, and he laughed loudly, startling my lover who clumsily withdrew and turned to face him. So, turns out that her husband came home early from work. I didn't stay around to catch any further details as I figured he'd seen more than enough for our first meeting. Claire and I both snorted in convulsive laughter as we endeavored to bundle up our things to leave the cafe.